I'm uh, I'm Nick McAnulty. I'm the co-director uh, and writer of Capture Kill Release, mm-hmm. uh, and the movie is we've uh, we've dubbed it, we've dubbed it a romantic bloodbath, <laughs> and it's uh, it's about a uh, a young married couple who uh, not it's not apparent right away, but as you quickly learn, are going through the motions of trying to figure out how to murder someone and how you would do this and they just want to do this for the the sheer uh, curiosity and thrill of what it's going to be like right. um, and as the the movie goes along it becomes apparent that one of them is not really quite into the idea of doing it okay. uh, but the other one is not going to let this dream die down and pushes things forward mm-hmm. uh, and things get a little bit messy after that um, how did the premise, because I know you're a co-director, how did you and your co-director, did you write as well? Or? Uh, yep, we, um, it started with a, uh, a drunken conversation about, um, we were, we were talking about, you know, when, some, when somebody commits a terrible crime, you, you read, uh, you read all the time that, you know, somebody, somebody's somebody's murdered somebody somebody's done this terrible thing mm-hmm. and it's awful you don't know how or why somebody would do it but i can i can kind of understand that somebody might be wired the wrong way and just did something but what i can't grasp my head around is when you read these stories about a couple that have done something a group of people that have done mm-hmm. something as soon as something involves more than one person that they got together, they discussed something horrific, and more than one person said, "Yeah, this is okay." So this was the conversation we were so having. Like group mentality. Type this thing? The group mentality. Group group. Me- group mentality, but also, um, you like usually in relationships, you'll see it, right, and it's okay. it's usually a couple that have done this. And is somebody more submissive? Is mm. it something that one confesses this sort of deep desire to? do this and either the person loves them so much that they're willing to explore it a little bit more are they weaker what is that so that was sort of this weird thesis conversation that we just started talking about Um, and then we started pulling that thread and started looking at then it turned into a conversation of yeah okay and then when you did it how how do you kill somebody what do you like how do you get rid of them and if you start Googling things like this, oh, sure. <laughs> you uh, you'd be really surprised. really surprised and really upset at how much mm-hmm. thought has gone into this out there. Mm-hmm. So started doing that, finding um, found like an old GeoCities site with like awful spelling mistakes everywhere that mm-hmm. somebody has really thought this through, oh, wow. uh, ruined our day by reading it, <laughs> and then. W- the way our brains work is like, you know what, I th- start writing a movie. And mm-hmm. that was kind of the genesis of it that we uh, went from from there. Interesting how conversations lead to something else. Yeah. That's and um, so having already, you know, your idea, how long did it actually take from writing, hashing it out, and into production? Uh, it took a... <laughs> took a very long mm-hmm. time it was um the like the original idea from writing it was something vastly different uh than 
from retooling, rewriting? Is it something we can actually pull off on doing? It was, you know, a, a couple years to actually go from the idea of doing this to getting to this point. Wow, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about your protagonists? Uh, did you, I mean, I'm sure you had the script. How much did you collaborate with them and how they could improvise some of their parts? A lot. It was, um, I mean, we, we had we had a script. We knew the dynamics of mm-hmm. how how everything's going to play out, the beats that we want to play, uh, play out, who is sort of uh, obviously the driving force in this story. But we, once we hired our two leads, we kind of gave them a bit of a blank canvas at how much of how much of your own personality without you know let's pretend that you are terrible people Mm -hmm. how much of your own personality can we really draw out put into this uh we wanted uh the the movie is very improv heavy so Mm -hmm. the um well the situations is very are, are very different than who these people are they it it is their their language that mm-hmm. is kind of coming through. We draw out their personality traits, and you know, you mm-hmm. you know, knowing that you like this, let's kind of use that. You know, know learning their strengths and weaknesses. We would uh, we play that up on sort of who they are and who we presented on screen there. Very cool. Uh, just thinking of um, the effects that you use. How did you did you work with? Uh, we team. can you talk a little bit about that? We here's a, a plug for Mitchell Stacy. He okay. was our VFX guy. Nice. Uh, we a lot a lot of this movie was sort of somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. Mm-hmm. So um, Farhang, our lead, we we've known and worked with before. That we met our lead actress through him, and. Uh, Rich, who had a uh, a supporting role in this, I was talking to him about who because he's done a lot of very cool genre stuff. I'm like, who do you know that's sort of in the VFX game? And we had kind of met with a couple different people, but he had done uh, two movies with this guy. He's like, you know, I'll set you up and see what's going on here. And we met with uh, met with Mitch, and he was really enthusiastic about the whole idea. He said, yeah, I've never done this kind mm-hmm. of thing before, and he dove right in doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when we were filming it, he was filming it separately on his phone off camera because he's like, I've no, I don't think I've ever done like some effects like this. I want to make sure that I'm getting this. To uh, And, yeah, it's it's all him. He, he sells it. He's fantastic, and he's a fantastic guy, fantastic to work with, uh, and his work is just absolutely incredible. Excellent. Um, anything about sound? You want to say? <laughs> <laughs> Since Graham is here. Um, I don't know. Uh, Did you have sort of guidelines as to, you know, what you wanted to do? Or? Uh, I mean, the only, the only thing that was, I guess, specifically challenging with this versus, you know, just doing sound for, say, a standard horror movie um, was that, yeah, it had this sort of this, this, this caveat of um, found footage. So it was actually kind of um, trying to find interesting ways to play into, I guess, like some of the horror and some of the, the elements without using, with, with using only natural sound and keeping it kind of almost um, like very simplistic. So it was, a, it was a weird restrained kind of way of working, but it makes you be a little more inventive and creative and whatever. So 
But I'd say it's something where you have to find a balance because mm-hmm. if if somebody went out and actually just shot these horrible things, it would sound terrible. Mm-hmm. It would it would look awful, but it would it would, yeah. it would it would it would sound terrible. So you need to find this balance of what is going to be believable, but then also sound like sound good and sell it to the audience so there's kind of this give and take of um there's there's rules that you play with i guess in sort of the the found footage genre that you know if if we do this with our sound that this kind of leaks in then you're it's it's cheating the audience Mm -hmm. but then where can you bend it and push it in a way that is acceptable so there is there's this really subtle uh dance behind the scene of like how much how 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 good can we make this sound without drawing attention to what's going on there? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean we definitely weren't like dogmatic about anything. Right. So like you know the film has a full five one mm-hmm. setup, which you obviously wouldn't get from a camcorder. We played with uh, like introducing some sound design to enhance mm-hmm. different different things. So yeah, it was just kind of exactly like finding those ways to cheat an audience from that almost like stark reality of found footage into uh, a cinematic experience without right. really like noticing that you're you're jumping that sort of right um, speaking of cinematic experiences you premiered in Toronto last night um, what was the feedback with your audience last night How, we I think what was the reaction <laughs> I I think we hit all the notes we wanted to hit people were laughing when we wanted to laugh they were shocked and they were shocked we had uh, a couple walkouts at the the moment where we think like yeah this is this is the part where very sensitive people should walk out of the audience so it was uh it was it was great a lot of the feedback in general has been very positive and we've been getting the reaction we wanted uh yesterday since we're from Toronto we've had people that we actually know are here so that's it the the reaction is good, but then if you know some people and they see the twisted stuff that you're starting to put on screen, you're you're you are a little bit more sensitive to uh, to what's going on and how they're reacting, and if uh, if they want to talk to you the next day. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so, what are the hopes for the film? Where is it going next? Uh, we we've been doing the festival run for uh, quite a few months. This is coming to the end of it now. Okay. Uh, we're working on um, some distribution plans right now that I can't speak on, but uh, we're aiming to get it out uh, to a wider audience in the early part of 2017. Nice. Any future projects that we should be looking out for? Either of you. Stuff, <laughs> stuff, stuff is in the early works, but nothing we can speak of now. But uh, pay, pay, pay attention. Follow what's going on with this movie, and you uh, shall hear more in the future. Sounds good. Um, remind folks your name so and where they can find you online. Yes, uh, Nick McAnulty. Uh, we're all over the place. You can go to CaptureKillRelease.com or follow us on Facebook at uh, just look up Capture Kill Release. That's where we are, and. Tons of tons of information on the flick, news, where it's going to be playing. Uh, that's that's where you want to be for more. Okay, great. Thanks. Perfect. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much.